One. And we are recording with Mr. Roger Williams, the author of my favorite book, The Metamorphosis of Prime Intellect. The book link will be in the description. Oh, somebody said, uh, somebody commented on one of the videos, I think on Spotify. You can comment on Spotify now, which I don't understand. I'm a boomer. I don't get it. I'm not a boomer, but I don't get it. I think they I said, am a boomer. <laughs> I think they, I think they said, um, the, the the price on Amazon went up or something as compared to Lulu. So they said maybe they maybe Amazon's paying you the same that Lulu pays you now. I I don't know. I glanced at the comment once. Oh, and it's uh no, Amazon probably raised the price and uh probably just hasn't filtered down to Lulu yet. I'll have to check in because what happens uh is when the system raises the price, my royalty at Lulu goes down. Hmm. unless i manually raise the price there to match so that i'm so i'll have to check that out yeah, um, yeah it's it's bitten me in the posterior a couple of times before but, now a lot of people don't know this but uh roger is actually seven feet tall and the founder of harvard university and yes, it's, I'm, I'm sitting on a stack of pallets here. We are we are breaking it for the first time that Roger's actually 400 years old on this podcast, um, <laughs> which is obviously not true. Did you? Uh, I don't know if you checked out at all the uh, the unveiling of the B21 Raider. Um, no, I have had no time to do anything this week. This is uh, Monday and Tuesday. I was sick. Uh, I went. You know, because so we did the podcast last Saturday and I stayed up late so that I could watch it and send my dad the link. And then Sunday was all all right. You know, uh, and Monday morning, I get up like usual to go to work about 530 and I got to work and I was just like, I couldn't hold my head up. I was like exhausted. And uh, so I took my temperature. I'm, I'm the reason that they have a fever thermometer at the shop. I was like. We have a pandemic going on. The main symptom is a fever. We don't have a fucking thermometer in the building. We do now because of me. And I took it and it's my 98.4. So, oh, that's not the problem. And so we went on. It was not getting any better. So about 9 a.m. I checked it again and it was 99. Like, oh, I see what's happening here. I'm getting it. Mm. So, hey, company policy. You got a fever, you go home. Okay, so fortunately, I've got like half a year of sick days piled up after working for the same place for almost 40 years. So I just went home and uh, it went up and up. It's like it was 100, 100, you know, 10, 8, 10 p.m. It was 101. Oh, geez. I'm starting to go, you know, if this doesn't turn around, I might have a problem. Because 101 Absolutely. still isn't a very bad fever, but it's not very far from that. Well, uh, about one in the morning, I woke up, took it again. It was back down to 99.9. It's like, all right, trend is reversed. Then at 3 a.m. it broke. So I woke up all covered with sweat and clammy and shit. And it's like, all right, I felt I, this. This is, I know this. Uh, so then I stayed home mon I stayed home Tuesday because I was exhausted. I was, I felt a lot better. You know, the, I had shaken the virus. It obviously wasn't COVID because COVID doesn't have a 24-hour cycle. Um, and so then I went in on Wednesday. Wednesday was supposed to be a vacation day for me. I'm supposed to be taking all the Wednesdays off for the rest of the year to use up my vacation days. But I had several texts on my phone. It's people screaming in my um, local oil refinery is down. They can't print tickets. They're they don't have anyone on staff who can install a printer on a Windows computer. I have to do this. I had to go to Best Buy on Wednesday morning and buy printers <laughs> and then take them to Shellnet and install them, <laughs> which I did. But I also had that evening uh, had uh, arranged uh, earlier to meet Andy from Atunche Video, who did uh. a documentary. I, uh, he moved into a new place. He got engaged. 
So I was going to see him catch up. I hadn't seen him in person since about April. Uh, so he fixed me a very nice uh, dinner of uh, braised veggies and on a salad. It was, you know, in accordance with my dietary restrictions. It was very nice. So then I took Thursday off because I hadn't take Wednesday off. And then Friday was just like, what fucking day of the week is it? <laughs> uh, and uh, so, he, and yeah, here we are. So, uh, yeah, that was, it's like, uh, I don't know what happened. Like, I did hear that Artemis landed. Oh, wait, on the moon? No, it, 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 it landed back on Earth successfully. What was in Artemis? I know it went up and it was in like test crash dummies, like high up orbit. Yeah, it was in what they call a high retrograde orbit around the moon. Basically, it just followed the moon around for about half of a month, just sort of to show longevity in space and the radiation environment, I think. Uh, so the last uh a lot of their uh they they were launching uh, a lot of cubesats and a lot of those failed i i had seen a thing on that uh but uh, artemis itself apparently met expectations and the capsule splashed down and didn't kill the fake astronauts so that's good we have a new manned platform for planetary exploration which is cool uh i think the next artemis mission will actually have humans on it um What's Art is, is Artemis is Artemis just for the moon? Is it just for lunar? Well, it's primarily for lunar at the moment, but I think it's meant to scale up uh, in stages in order to possibly do Mars or planetary stuff in the future. Uh, because you got to remember that we've never done long term, even when we were doing Apollo, when we when we were going beyond low Earth orbit. We never stayed in low Earth orbit, you know, out of low Earth orbit for more than about a week. You know, yeah. it was like a few days out, a few days back, yeah. a few days on the moon. Yeah. Uh, and when you're doing planetary, you're talking about months. Yeah, that is. Yeah, because it was just a quick, quick traversing to the moon right. and then back. Uh, so I think uh, part of Artemis is about uh, staying in uh, planetary space outside of the Earth's magnetosphere for longer. Uh, and so there were a lot of instruments on board uh, testing that sort of thing. Uh, and, of course, it's a bigger capsule. Uh, let's say I think the Artemis rocket is like 10 meters in diameter. You know, so uh, I think they're... Think I'm, I'm hearing more sirens right now than I've ever heard in this apartment. Would it be rude of me to call 911 and tell them to shut the fuck up? <laughs> is that... Is that they would, they would probably tell you to pound Santa? Actually, I'm not hearing them. That's they're not, the, that's they're not coming that's, through. That's the primary concern. Yeah, they're not coming through on this end. But I've never heard more at one time. Probably means somebody shoplifted a pack of bubble gum. You never know what you know. It's... Well, I mean, I hope they're okay. <laughs> I think there was a shooting here last week. That happens in cities. It does. <laughs> <laughs> noted <laughs> that too happens yeah i always forgot about that yeah growing up like commuting to atlanta i always just remember in middle school just hearing it on the news and it was just like in a raid in atlanta georgia left like nine people shot dead for a crack raid and i was just like had like a bull cut and braces and i was like oh <laughs> kind of yeah. hard kind of hardcore i do need a I know this is real riveting podcasting, but I don't give a shit. I do need a, I need to figure out a solution for this dryer. It is because it's cold. It is, it's 22 right now. And with wind chill and it's right on the ocean. So it's fucking humid. It is c -c 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 cold. So right now with humid, I mean, my, my dad was born and raised in Northern New Hampshire and like the mountains. And he was, he came down for, to get dinner on, on Friday even he was like, Christ almighty, it's cold here. Just because, yeah, so right now it feels like it's 15. So, and I'm doing laundry. So I've got this door sealed shut. And I've got the heater on in this room with a jacket. And it's 70 in here. And I checked the thermostat. I think it's 40 in my living room right now. Mm. Because 
but I'm doing laundry and it's just like fogging up everything and I don't want to get the apartment mold. I got to um, figure something out. I Do I take some like HVAC tubing and go like right out the window with it? Your your dryer has a an outlet hose that's about that big in diameter, okay? And I think that from what you described, it's going into the bucket right now, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, you can get a longer one. They sell them at Home Depot. Uh, get a piece of wood, the window. Put the piece of wood in the window. Get it where you can close the window on it. Drill the hole. Drill the hole. Put that sucker so it vents out into the I outside world. I think I have world. to because it's. Uh, I have done stuff like that. I think <laughs> I think I have to because it's it's kind of ridiculous. Now. Like I love the cold, but even I'm like doing yeah. and like I I'll close the windows and be like, all right. And then everything starts to fog up again. I go out and like touch the wall and it's like wet. And I'm like, this can't be good. And, but it's 20 degrees out. And so I'm like, there's gotta be, there has to be a solution to this. And I think it's going to be running. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. The solution is to vent the dryer to the outside world. Even if you got to run 20 feet of six, uh, I don't give a shit shit about that. Like what, who who am I impressing? I don't, exactly. I don't do well, exactly. You, 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 you have the luxury. You're not living with a bunch of people and a family and stuff. Like no, I, I can run so some silver gotta, tubing. You got to run a, Yeah, if you got to run an anaconda stake from your dryer to the window, wherever, uh, you're in a position where you can do that. Yeah, I think uh, I'm going. So to. yeah, it's, that's it's probably going to end up having to be. Your I'm think I'm going yeah. to because it's kind. It's so getting. It's getting kind of. Ridiculous. Uh, it's retarded. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it'll start to ruin stuff because well, that's, that, well, that's that, the other that, thing. That that interface zone between the areas where you're getting the condensation is not good for anything that was made by humans. Just no. Nothing. No, nothing made of technology. No, no, not books, no. not electronics, not nothing. It's not just carpets, not, not not my mattress, yes. not my blankets, not the fucking tapestries, not the canvas prints. Not the wooden cabin. Like, yeah. I'm like, this This can't be. It'll screw your stuff up. Yeah, I'm looking at it now, and I'm like, this can't be the. <laughs> I have found it does dissipate faster when I leave the bathroom fan on, which is right next to it. Well, that's because the bathroom fan is an exhaust. It pulls well, air out of the bathroom. And it's right next to the dryer. I might just run a tube right up to there. Yeah, uh, you can do that. I think that uh, might even be the move. That might be the more aesthetically pleasing move. I think that's well, at least no one would notice it from the outside world. Yeah, but, I think but, I yeah. have to because this can't be this can't be good long term. No, not at all. So, <laughs> yeah, gonna have to. Yeah, it's just bothering me. I'm like, this isn't. It is so cold in my living room right now. I just go into the bathroom. I can see my breath. Yeah, that's that's not good. Uh, yeah, the and and again, and it's mostly because of condensation on stuff that you don't need water on. That's yeah. Uh, that is going to screw stuff up. Yeah. Uh, Long term. So maybe I should just pipe it into the hallway. Give it to the neighbors. Let it be their problem. What if I literally snaked it under someone else's door? <laughs> how much? How how quickly would I get punched in the face? Probably the first time you did it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't think it would take long. No, and the thing is, is like there's like a whole like lob. There's like a whole room down on the first floor of like washers and dryers because I'm I'm like one of the few units in here that I, I don't know why I have like a washer dryer. Um, Obviously, the building wasn't designed no. with that in mind. It's an old building, so like, yeah, probably it means whoever had your apartment in the past had some uh, a little bit of pull and got a variance or something, a little cash money just to have one thrown in there. Yeah, I'm gonna have to snake it out because it's. But they were having an affair with the landlord or something like that, you know. Hey, man, power's power. I don't give a fuck. I respect yeah. it. I understand it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Says- so you got a dryer. That's that's a win. But now you got to deal with the fact that it wasn't installed right. <laughs> no, I'm just like, yeah, I don't. And again, to anyone that is not interested in this dialogue, fuck off. I don't care. It's 
this is what's pressing on my mind right now. I understand there's a war in Ukraine, but there is a war for humidity right now in my apartment. Yeah. And well, the war in Ukraine has been going on for eight months anyway. It's like listen, it's going to be there next listen, week. It'll be there. It's a good topic filler for a, for a slow day. But right now, I am at war with my dryer. And this yeah. is what's taking my mind up right now. And if you want to listen to this, you can you can come into the war. I have now enlisted Roger as my help. He, too, will be going to war with my dryer. We're doing we're the logistics f- thing here. We're going to figure this out. I mean, I don't want to, but I'll get Charlie Duke on the phone. I don't know how that will help, <laughs> and he'll probably block me. But I'll get him on the phone. I mean, I don't want to pull a lot of the big guns, but I'll call Dale. He might tell me, yeah. why are you calling me? But, you know. Charlie Duke will tell your dryer that it has to receive Jesus Christ as its savior. He will, and then he'll and then he'll <laughs> throw it into low Earth orbit. He'll just be like, he probably won't have any sympathy. He'll just be like, "Yeah, I had to shit in a plastic bag in a capsule." <laughs> Shut up, Charlie Duke won't care. Dale won't no. care either. Dale will just shoot it. Dale will just shoot it. I'm like, well, I mean, that's what Dale does, right? Dale will, yeah, Dale will attach C4 to it and blow it out of the wall. Or, or he'll just corrode it so it'll be quiet. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't... Dale will so kill it, it quietly. Be... Yeah, you won't know it's broken. That's what Dale will do. Yeah. No, Dale's a professional. He'll, just, he'll shiv it. That's, yeah, no, the you'll... Neighbors look... won't, the neighbors won't even know. No, no, I won't even know. I'll turn it on and be like, it's, it's not working anymore. There what happened be... to my dryer? <laughs> no, no, no. That, would, that wouldn't be professional. If there's bullet holes in it, that's... No, no, that's... That's lowbrow. No, Dale, yeah. I it just wouldn't work anymore. I'd be like, Dale, what happened? I'd be like, I don't know. Yeah, this didn't feel like it in your apartment all humid anymore. Sucks to be it. And I'm probably one of the only people that give a shit because I have like a podcast studio. <laughs> no, it matters to a lot of people because people have stuff that they they like. They have you know you know. Th- things that they keep they have electronics they have stuff that they care about and and that situation is not good for anything made of technology that's that is a very bad situation there i mean do uh, i just it will start, ruin shit i do mean i just start using the bank of like washers and dryers on the first i've been so spoiled though of having my own washer dryer in the last two apartments that like i i've kind of well, a good split difference is your washing machine probably is not part of the problem. So you could wash yourself, then take the clothes downstairs to dry them. Just leave them in here and leave them in there and do a pot, do yeah. a podcast. Uh, as long as you trust your neighbors not to steal them, that would be my main worry in an apartment block. I don't know uh, anyone here. I don't trust anybody. That's I'm sure they're I'm sure they're good people, but I don't trust anyone. But uh, yeah, I mean, actually, frankly, I would consider having the washer more valuable. Uh, I did have a period of a couple of months when I didn't have a dryer here because my old dryer failed and I went and bought a new one from Home Depot. And then the manufacturer I bought it from stalled. They were ghosting me. And I was like, where's my fucking dryer? Meanwhile, I'm having to drive to Covington, which is almost 10 miles away, which is the closest laundromat, because nobody in Mandeville, Louisiana, uses a fucking laundromat. This is this is a, you know, rich people enclave. Uh, All right. There are. I don't even need to get a piece of wood. You can order and you can just order pre-made kits. Yeah. For venting your dryer through the window. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to do that because this is fucking this is getting ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And I already have the HVAC tubing from remember how I used to air, air conditioner cool my gaming PC. That's right. Yes. So I still have the tubing. And I, the thing is, is because it's so cold up here, I don't vent the I don't vent the PC anymore. I just use it as my space heater. <laughs> I, I just I just raise the temperature of this room as I like. And then I crack the door. <laughs> I just I just run a game in 4K 60 FPS. That's literally how I'm like, if I want it hotter, I don't increase the temperature. I increase the FPS and resolution. Yeah, see the, <laughs> when I feel it go and I feel the heat and I'm like, it, it's a good girl. And it's see the, Fed, the Fed's floating by with their flur thing going, oh, here's a grow room. It's all glowing in the dark and infrared. It's and like, they oh, overlap no. it and they're like, oh, no, that's Tommy. Piece. That's just a gaming PC. And they're like, that's Tommy. They're like, oh, no, we're watching that apartment anyway. <laughs> Wherever you guys are, peace. Thank you. Uh, help me with my dry- Maybe I should. Maybe I should inform the feds. Like, hey, I'm going to be renting my dryer out of my window soon. Yeah, Don't know. Because it's going to be humid. So it's going to look like a grow room. I'm going to get no knocked for like one of nine warrants. 
It's going to be like this, that South Park episode from the early 2000s where they're like making fun of 24. Mm-hmm. And it's like a home gets raided and it's like, this is ATF. And like the FBI shows up. They're like, this investigation's mine. And then like CIA shows up and they're like, not anymore. Now it's mine. And then like <laughs> the defense intelligence agency shows up and it's like, not anymore. Now it's ours. And like the UN shows up and they're like, not anymore. <laughs> and then it's like the secret. And it just keeps going jurisdiction and jurisdiction. That's what eventually will happen. There's like nine other agencies will all be clashing in the hallway. And at the end of it, Dale will show up. At the end of it, Dale will show up and be like, <laughs> I'll take care of it. And I'll be like, oh, fuck. They'll be like, I can talk to him. I'll be like, I'm sorry, Dale. That's what's going to have to be. Yeah, no, I'm going to have to. This is because everything else about this apartment is so sick. Like, I love everything about this apartment. Yeah, I can tell. I can, I can. I can tell you're 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 looking like you're really happy with the place. Thank you. I, mean, I know. I, I really am. I mean, I I I truly am. Like this is awesome. The last place was cool because it was like I just got to move out of my parents' house at age thirty. Yeah. <laughs> but this place is like actually, I genuinely love everything about this place. Mm-hmm. It is like very. It's very fucking cool. It's cooler than anything I ever thought. The podcast would have And in addition to the proximity to SWAT teams and the police and the sirens and all, you also probably can walk to a lot of cool places and yeah. get access to a lot of stuff without needing transportation and all too, because it's in a city, which is nice. I mean I had never I that's I've never lived in a city before. So I didn't even realize last week like I walked to Bank of America and then CVS and I was like, mm-hmm. what is this? What is this new life? How did people <laughs> exist before? I'm like, what is this this proximity to things? There's crosswalks and sidewalks and all sorts of odd things. And I just walk to places and start dressing like an Amish person, get a top hat, start proselytizing and reading scripture. I don't know. You know what's even weirder? I never knew this is like uh, my ancestors actually lived in Portland. I always thought they were just all from like Bumblefuck, New Hampshire and before that Ireland. But it turns out Bumblefuck, New Hampshire for like like 80 or 90 years. But before that, Portland. They actually lived like within like a mile of where I am. Like great, great, great grandparents. Like there's like a 200 year old church. Like they went there. So in true full circle, it's just angry Irish Kerrigan screaming in Portland. But I've managed to turn it into a living instead of like, I don't know, also yeah. working at a mill. I've managed to just put it in front of a camera. See, no one can do that in the South because uh... well, everyone's just angry and screaming. Well, and also in the early 20th century, everyone burned down all of all the courthouses and shit because if you were like 132nd black, oh, yeah. then you were black. So my, found... my ancestors so, were also in the Union Army, so I probably bear some responsibility for the march to the sea. No, but yeah, you know, there there was a there was a wave of courthouse burnings because of the miscegenation laws and stuff like that because of people who thought they were white who had uh, an embarrassing uh, tick in their ancestry uh, wanting to make sure that no one found out about it. And so uh, doing the roots thing, if you grew up in the, uh, the deep South, is not as easy as you might think because a lot of the records were deliberately oh. destroyed. <laughs> oh, I got you. Yeah. It's like, like when, when the Roots series came on in the 70s, uh, you know, all the schools is like, okay, we want you to do your genealogy. They thought that was a really cool assignment, right? You know, it's like, I found one great grandparent and hit a brick wall. There was really? like no records, nothing. The family Bible had disappeared. It was, there was just nothing. It was like, okay, so I know who my parents were. I know who my grandparents were. I know who one or two of my great grandparents were, and that's it it's a black hole that disappears into Appalachia I guess <laughs> these are it's like people who just in, I guess escaped their indentured servitude and fled into the mountains <laughs> ahead of civilization in the 18th century <laughs> not a bad move <laughs> so well they were smart it was a smart that was a, that was the smart move you know uh, okay so it was like that that explains something I guess that is, yeah, my dad managed to track down like Kerrigan's all the way back to, yeah, no, like fighting in the Union Army. Yeah. I think a lot of them just like the Civil War finished and then they just like wherever they were at, they're just like, well, this is home now. Because there's like instances of like ancestors like way out west and shit, like nowhere yeah. near New England. 
There's like war, war's over. All right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a house. Let's, That's let's mine now. There's now a woman. Getting, She's now mine now. Now we're not now. getting shot at. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. It's kind of simple. Like, <laughs> well, it's gonna take ten years to get home. So fuck it. She's cute. Start a family. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of yeah. weird. That is that. I was thinking about that. That is kind of like an odd thing. How ancestry is sort of like a black hole. There is just this sort of like amnesia, where it's like mm-hmm. parents, grandparents, some great grandparents, and maybe if you knew your grandparents, you could ask them about their grandparents. But past no. that, it does. It just kind of it gets into this weird, almost like background radiation of the universe. It just kind of goes. Well, on. yeah. I mean, at a certain point, everybody's related to everybody else. Well, sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's like now my wife's mother trans uh she traced their ancestry all the way back to no you know, to to like royalty in germany and shit like oh, that wow. you know back like in the early middle ages uh but that depends on you having some lineages where they recorded that stuff mm-hmm. which uh, i imagine was probably a luxury in itself it is yeah to I have mean, your lineage yeah to track that it's like dude most people are just trying to get firewood right yeah and, uh, and and of course nowadays you got the twenty three and me thing where you can you know ha- have that done. I've been I've been wondering whether I should have that done. Of course, on the one point you learn a lot of interesting shit about yourself. On the other hand, your genome is now on record till the end of time with anyone who wants to cross reference it. So that's... I'd be interested in fine. That would be kind of cool to like actually follow it back. Yeah, well, they can tell you things like how much of your ancestry is from this and that racial group and from this or that, uh, you know, migratory wave or whatever. And, and you know, uh, but on the other hand, you know, there's been people who found out that they uh, were, in fact, left by the milkman. And you know, <laughs> so. it's kind of a weird thing to think about, though, like. There are hundreds of generations before you thousands thousands mm-hmm. that's it's just kind of a wild thing to actually contact and my, and my fictional character andrew saw all of them yes firsthand but really it is like <laughs> that is insane well it's life yeah we're and teeny little we're cells just one little just great boop. mass of humanity just one boop and the thing that they were just as fucking confused as you mm-hmm. they were just as scared there's this sort of like misconception at least in my own mind where it's like the far like i remember the realization i had in college when i, I was like high and meditating and it dawned on me that my grandpa was just like another guy i don't mean that in a derogatory way but you know you grow up and you know mom and dad have all the answers and above mom and dad are the grandparents you know the matriarch and patriarch but you eventually yeah. realize you're like at one point they were just 22 as well had yeah. no just no just fucking you know trying to get like i read charlie duke's book and you go back it's like this guy that walked on the moon and met with nixon it's like mm-hmm. no he's telling stories of just like yeah we definitely shouldn't have driven that night like we were shit-faced and you're like <laughs> oh you're just another guy mm-hmm. and it's kind of a humbling realization I remember very clearly the the first time my dad asked me to do something because because I taught myself programming and being a teenager with summer vacations I had an infinite amount of time to spend learning stuff and it's like he wanted a computer program to do certain things and he couldn't quite get it uh, done himself so he asked me and i just whipped it out and i was like and i realized wow i can do something my dad can't yeah and it was like holy shit i'm gonna be an adult this is all gonna be on me one day yeah no it's i remember (laughs) i mean the realization that my grandpa was just a dude is when i was in my 20s but i think i was probably like Mm -hmm. 15 it was one of the first times i'd ever gotten a high and I realized my parents were just people. And I was just like, holy shit. Yeah, they could be like, you know, wrong, man. They could be. Can you imagine? They might also be fallible humans who are just trying their best. Mm-hmm. That's a. And then. 
And that's one of the things I appreciate most about my parents is that I understand that, you know, raising me was a pain in the ass. It's like, yeah. I, I can look back and see how hard they tried and how much effort they put into making sure they, they did the best job they could. And I totally appreciate that. that oh, no. Oh, like, no, I look back now and I'm just like so thankful for everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, they were just genuine. I mean, my parents are the age I am now when they had me. Mm-hmm. My persistent conundrum is how do I get the dryer to pipe to the fucking window? <laughs> That's it. I don't have a boss. I don't have kids. I have every other like problem that's normally like kind of unchanging. Like you're always going to have a boss you don't like. You're and I'm no I don't. Like my biggest problem is how do I get the goddamn humidity at the fucking window? <laughs> and it's like a persisting problem for me. And and you're looking for a wife. You're trying to make it worse. Yeah, you're right. What am I doing? What am I doing? <laughs> yeah, when I Every once in a while, like I'll just I'll kind of say offhand, I'll be like, "Yeah, I don't, I have no wife, no kids, no pets, no debts." And I've had guys stop me and be like, "Don't do anything." Count your blessings. No, no, I've literally I've had multiple older men tell, like, on and off the podcast, like, hand on my shoulder and be like, "Take it to the bank, kid." They're like, "Slow your roll," and I'm like, "I liked it." They're like, "No, no, no." They're like, "You've reached Mount Olympus. Don't go farther." Don't let greed take you down. They're like, you fucking, you're a king. You're a king. I mean, what what really shot you is like me is like people who've had, you know, guys who've had four wives. And I'm like, when do you learn? You know, if if you have that problem, then it's like, all right, you know, I'm I'm happily married and I love my wife. We spent many years together without even being married mostly got married because of health insurance, but we've always been devoted to one another and everything. But one of the things that we agreed on from the beginning was we didn't want kids. So, and this was unheard of in the early eighties. This was like like one of the things that drew us together from across the room was, you know, he he doesn't want kids either. You know, it's like this, like no one, no one would admit to not wanting children. That was like, of course, everybody wants children, don't they? That's the natural condition. It's like, uh, not really. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, having sex is fun, yeah. but that doesn't mean you want what happens afterward. Yeah. Fortunately, we have technology for yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it, it it was uh it's 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 been really strange you know growing you know and and, and I've had like old ladies you know I was like who say well well son do you have kids and I was like and I say like, no we uh you know never did that. and, and like, oh I'm so sorry and I would be like well don't be sorry it's like no this was a decision we mm-hmm. my wife and I agreed we didn't want children and just shock. Yeah. Like, but, 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 but didn't you want a, a legacy? Um, you're not familiar with my book, are you? I used to, yeah, I used to, cause <laughs> I, I don't have any immediate interest in kids and I, and I really never have. I oh, used to, I, oh, you'll find this funny too. One of, one of the things that happened during chaos week, is uh so i'm sitting at the lunch table and we were having a discussion about cell phones you know okay i got a new cell phone finally after like eight years and so we're discussing what we do and don't do and it's like the security bullshit and all the stuff and i was just like well i don't worry about the security bullshit because it's not my phone it's company phone so i don't do anything sketchy on it and one of the new guys has worked for us for a couple of years uh looks at me he goes oh so you do sketchy stuff, but just not on the phone, right? And I was like, yeah, not on the phone. Fair enough. And and he, but, you know, he's got to, he's got to press it and say, but it's like, and, and he was like, all right, Roger, I'm just, I'm sorry. I can't see you doing anything sketchy. It just doesn't work in my head. And I looked at him for about five seconds and I said, 
you're obviously not familiar with my novel, are you? <laughs> <laughs> and there was two or three other people at the table who are familiar with the fact that I wrote that that novel who fell out laughing. <laughs> that is a that is a good point. Yeah, I used to I used to look at people who would they would always say like I can't believe you don't want to have kids and my first my instinct was for years was always kind of combative. But now I look at it and I realize that the people are like, oh I'm so sorry you don't want to I now realize that they're not they're not saying it in like a a bad way. These are people who have truly enjoyed like I have friends now that have kids and I'm like, yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm, and they'll genuinely say like, dude, I'm so sorry you haven't met someone. And, and I realized like, oh, this isn't some like, Tommy, you're a sinner for not having kids. I'm like, oh, these are people that are like, I have never been happier than uh, than being a dad. And I'm like, oh, they're, it's not a combative thing. It's like, if I had a really good ice cream and you've never had it and I'll be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah, it's not a bad thing. I'm just like, you haven't had the ice cream. And that's how I'm trying to view yeah. it now is like, oh, it's not some like Puritan shame. It's people who have truly loved every moment of like bringing up like a little human. And that's that's cool. That's who you would want to be parents, right? Are people that mm -hmm. love them so much they feel bad for other people. Like, right. I, I, I get that. You, you, you know, to... those kids are not going to go unappreciated. They're sure. not going to be neglected. They're going to have the best childhood that competent parents can possibly arrange for them. And that's a wonderful thing. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it, it's like, but uh, another lunchtime thing at work last week, uh, one of my uh, male coworkers is about to have a kid. You know, his, his wife is pregnant. She's like at six months. And one of my other female coworkers just had a kid and she went through hell in a handbasket to do it. They had to do IVF. They had all kinds of fertility problems. So they spent a shitload of money and took, it was a lot of work for them to get this kid who now has a couple of problems because of the IVF stuff and all. So they've got to be careful with him with certain environmental things. Uh, but he's probably going to be fine. Yeah. It's uh, you know, and they're, affluent american family so it's, that's that's all good but they were just those two got to talking i'm sitting there eating my subway okay listening to this conversation and she's advising him about what's going to be coming up and you know uh it was and it got extremely gross <laughs> and, uh and finally at some moment reed looked at me and going you're like you're getting off on this, aren't you? And I'm like, just said, my wife has always maintained that the best documentary ever made about childbirth and motherhood was the original movie Alien. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and and they took it right. They both fell out laughing. They were like, okay, yep, that what, was great. That's what, a, that... <laughs> what are the what are the problems with I I've heard that there are problems with in vitro fertilization. Uh, there are uh, susceptibilities to infections. There are susceptibilities to toxins. There's uh, just all, all kinds of weird little stuff. But it's, uh, most of it isn't major. Uh, I think the big thing with her kid is uh, he's uh, intolerant to a couple of nutrients or something. They, they, they have to be very picky about the formula that they use to feed him. And everyone's assured them that he'll probably grow out of it, uh, you know, but uh, it, it's just because it's all approximate, you know, it usually works. It's the other 5% of the time when something isn't quite right, that it's not good. Uh, and, uh, and of course, normal motherhood is hell on the female person who has to carry the baby there's almost like a biochemical war that goes on between the mother and child uh which does not happen with most animals it is unique to humans uh and this is one of the reasons that uh you know and it's mainly because the human fetus needs so much nutrients and so much oxygen because of the brain growing 
which is a thing that other animals don't have. And uh, so basically the fetus starts injecting chemicals into the mother's body that cause it to, you know, to the blood sugar to go up and all this hyper metabolism to happen. And then the mother's body responds in, you know, defense against this basically to keep herself from being burned out uh, before she can even give birth. And this is a whole dynamic that apparently has uh, evolved uniquely to humans because other animals don't do this shit. It's something that only humans do. Uh, and apparently, and it has to do with brain growth. Yes. So, uh, yeah, because even, even as adult humans, this, this thing here uses like 20% of the energy we consume. Yeah, which is insane. Just sitting there. Yeah. So that's, that is a huge energy budget for something that does not protect you directly from saber-toothed tigers and whatever else might be in the environment. So it's, uh, so there's a lot, and, and it's all new. So it's not like evolution has perfected it. It's not like we're sharks. It's, it's relatively been like this for a hundred yeah. million years. There's, there's edges where it's not worked out, you know, and, the, and, and, and all. So, uh, and then we come along and start fucking with it with technology. Well, that doesn't help matters completely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's just, so, uh, you know, I, I, mean, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm grateful that my mother went through the thing. It's like my mother nearly died having me. I nearly died. We, you know, it was, we were in the hospital for like two weeks Jeez. after I was born. Uh, and then because it was the sixties and it was that era when male doctors thought that they ruled the world and didn't bother to tell you anything. He didn't bother to tell her that having another child would kill her. And when he found out that my parents had moved to California, uh, when I was six months old, he found out from my grandmother who he said, you have to call. Roy and Kathy, and you have to tell them they cannot have another child. Kathy will die if they try to have another child because they had been planning on trying to have another child. They wanted me to have a sister or a brother. And uh, they get this call from my grandparents, from my dad's parents. Uh, you know, we were talking to Dr. Pardue, and uh, he said we need, really needed to let you know that uh, you, you really can't let Kathy get pregnant. And they're just like, what? How do they know I think that? To this, I think to this day, my dad is still pissed off at Dr. Pardue because he didn't bother to tell them that until he realized they were out of earshot and they might, you know, because he was like going to hold it close to the vest or something, you know, it was, you well, know, that's the way doctors operated back then. How, how do they, how do they know that? How do they know? That? I, Cause I know women can die during childbirth. That's, I think that, that one's pretty well known how, how how can they know that it could kill you if they do is it more so of like it, yours was so dangerous that it's it's a given that you know lightning doesn't strike twice like if you try that's to, what and, it was so she almost gotcha. died having me gotcha i so, almost died and gotcha. he was like you know she 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 only barely survived having me uh so he was like no if she tries it again the odds are against her gotcha uh and uh, and again, it's all probabilities and it's approximate and there's people who've defied those probabilities and had sure. eight kids, but yeah, it, it's, uh, that she had a number of health problems off the, off the top before getting pregnant. Yeah. So it was, uh, it, it, it was the, not, not the world's best bet in the first place. Uh, and then, uh, the difficulties that they had bringing me into the world sort of cemented the fact that uh yeah it was probably not worth trying again you don't go there again you, you got lucky punk <laughs> that's i probably should know know this why is it that some women almost died during childbirth is it just like an odds thing is it i mean is it is it tissue tearing is it the actual passing of the, the, the child through the vaginal canal? Is it just it's everything? It's, it's a massive trauma for the woman. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, if you, you know, for the most perfectly healthy female human being in the world, it's a it's massive dead. traumatic oh, yeah. experience. And if you have anything, if anything goes wrong, even if you're perfectly healthy, and then if you're not perfectly healthy, the odds that something will go wrong, just wrong. Bleeding to, bleeding to death is like one of the biggest. Sure. Uh, but, you know, there's uh, all kinds of, of, of things that can go wrong with it. And it's just, uh, it, it's an amazing thing the human body can do that. Yeah. But on the other hand, it's an amazing thing because it's amazing that you can survive it. It is uh, kind of wild. <laughs> yeah, you would think it's evolutionary, evolutionarily disadvantageous for it to happen. But then it's like there would only be one case in which evolution would ever favor the death of something. And it's if it's creating another one. That's the only thing that outweighs mm -hmm. the death is the it's literally the only thing that outweighs that is the passing of the genes onto. Yeah, once once you have procreated, evolution is done with you. And... Peace. Take it yeah. punched. Get fuck out of here. Uh, and, birth, men, you shot your load, get out, stop eating the food, you're done. Right. And and as far as taking the risk, uh, not having kids means, all right, my genome will not contribute to the next generation. I've had so many people complain about that. It's like, you're the smartest person I know. How can you not contribute to the next? And I'm like, because I don't think that it's genetic, that I am particularly smart. That just, I think there's there's probably some there might be difference between you, nurture and nature. I mean, just based on like but, every but other. There's no shortage of people named Williams in the world. Okay, I mean, uh, well, I'm, fair I'm not depriving future generations of anything. Yeah, but you could always change. Your, you could always change your last name <laughs> to like. I mean, you have to pass on your genes. You're a general in the Great Dryer War. <laughs> you have been you and I are going to have oil paintings of like we're going to have like Otto von Bismarck-esque portraits of the great dryer it'll be more people will know about it more than the emo wars and there and there won't be any little Rogers in the next generation of the column that's been decided well after you will fight this war <laughs> good luck fending off the women who are going to want some of that 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 warrior seed. Well, this, I mean, this is our mark, Roger. This is what we leave on this planet. It's not my podcast and not your writings. <laughs> it is going to be the successful transfer of hot air from the dryer to the outside. That's what we were here for. And that's it will have a tiny compliment. It will have a tiny complement of sperm in it. Oh wait, no, that's the vas deferens and the prostate fluid. I never said I wasn't but... going to nut in my dryer. Who said that's off the table? <laughs> Like a true leader, I will be dispersing my seed everywhere. The handkerchiefs that you use to masturbate in are in that dryer. And I will be, what if I somehow, this is the first ever <laughs> case of airborne fertilization and I impregnate off Portland. I become like Genghis. A thousand years from now, they'll just have <laughs> to assume that I was some Genghis Khan figure. Yes. This is the, uh, the character. What if era. this is a, what if this is a, a, a fucking a paradigm shift in evolution. This is up there with like the Precambrian explosion or like walking upright or like the, the opposable thumb is like, there's just the perfect storm of like, I somehow formed like aerosolized and fertilization fertilization. <laughs> and this is just it. And the, the, that was the whole, that was the purpose of my ancestors coming from Ireland. It was on a long line to reach this moment. Yes. And, and Elon Musk will be looking at it and going, why didn't I do that? Yeah, I will. They will. I will be. They'll be passing me. What is weird is then you have the exact opposite of like genes. You have Epstein, who a much lesser known story, and and understandably so. The story that people follow is that he had a an island trafficking children to mm -hmm. to blackmail politicians allegedly for intelligence service. I get it. That that's a reasonable reason to eclipse other things. But right. Yeah, you know, it's just one of those things that happens, right? One of those twentieth century. One of those classic things, you know, money. Proof, to the, proof that the Marquis de Sade was ahead of his time.
listen, it's it's an age old thing. The guy gets the girl, the early bird gets the worm, the financer builds a temple, an occult temple on an island and blackmails politicians. These are these are stories as old as time. And rapes children. And rapes children. But that being said, he actually wants to set up a farm, a human farm in New Mexico. He already owned the land. He wanted to pass on his genes. He wanted like a baby farm. Yeah, I had heard something about that. You should you should read um I interviewed the author. Um, that doesn't surprise me at all. For uh, some reason, the 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 the, the book <laughs> is called uh, "The Spider" by oh. Doctor. I want to say Levine. Very yeah, good well, book, and yeah, it goes into that. Well, I mean, it's like I was. I, I read something a few years ago that suggested that uh, like ten percent at least of the people in the Far East have Genghis, uh, yeah, Genghis Khan's same. genes in their genome. <laughs> yeah, but I think that was just a. <laughs> there's probably some ego involved in that you don't rise to that but i think it's also probably just goes in hand with being a just raping and pillaging dictator yeah is it you know i wonder if there's a we grand brought, we, we brought you we brought you tribute here is a girl to warm your bed for tonight yeah yeah, yeah i doubt it i wonder if it was less of a passing on genes in an epstein sort of way um, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, Epstein seems to have been more like on a second level there. You know, I mean, twentieth century guy and all that. Yeah. You know, it's, he wasn't it's, dumb. You know, that's Con, neat... Con probably just wanted to dominate everybody think, around him, and I the way th you dominate women is by you stick your dick in them. That's yeah, I mean, no, that was. I think no, I think you're works. right. I think that was probably like a symptom of just who he was was just rape and pillage, yeah. landed women. I think right. Epstein was probably a little more evil and narcissistic thinking that he was baby farm says you're really actually aiming for something you know ironically enough darwin got him and by that i mean the cia <laughs> which i guess in, in a sense is darwin if we're gonna get into like meta systems dynamics but roger we gotta wrap this one up because <laughs> actually i have i have dale so and dale is a uh, finished killing Epstein and now he's on my podcast. So okay. we will resume. I think next week, shoot me a te I'll text you the episode later. Uh, um, next, next week we are seeing avatar two, which is a very long movie. So I'll have to get to you with the times. We'll probably need to do like six o'clock. Gotcha. You know, at the earliest to give me time to get back from the theater. Well, uh, unless you want to do Saturday instead. Well, uh, if, if you could uh, right now, just just text me so that I'll see it later and I'll remember to, to follow up and schedule just so I don't wait okay. until next Saturday. Cause I'll, I'll go in one ear, not the other. All right. I'll do that. All right, brother. Roger. Thank you so much. Book in the description, website in the description, go follow it, go read it. It's good shit. Roger. See you next week. God bless.